Opinion YouTube channel, Facebook page, LinkedIn, and Twitch for Productive Gamers by a Gamer with your host, Nico Pengen. And today we are joined by Dugum Medhem. Dugum, thank you so much for being here today. It is a very pleasure. It is a pleasure to be here. And uh, uh, Dugum, you did say that you go by Doug, correct? Yes. All right, perfect. And without further ado, I just want to jump in into the exciting topics uh, that we have to discuss today. Now, do you play video games or uh, you stay away from video games? Oh, no, I, I, I still actively play them. Okay, you play some games. All right. So I try to ask everybody, what is your favorite game system, console, or, you know, your favorite uh, apparatus of gaming? It must be said that um, while I don't necessarily have a favorite game console, because I'm the, the, there's only one game console that I that that one game game consoles that I choose. I, I, hold on, let me try to English again. <laughs> there is one. Um, I'm a PC gamer. Yes. Hey, but, PC. However, I, okay, I'm a PC gamer too. All right. Uh, I still do buy Nintendo consoles mainly because Nintendo still gives me games that I want. Whereas, like Sony, I used to be in Sony's band camp back in uh, PlayStation One days, mm-hmm. but ever since they they just don't have like the kind of imaginative games that uh, Nintendo still has to offer. I mean, you're talking PS One. You had Jumping Flash, Medieval, Twisted Metal, Warhawk, um, uh, Wipeout, discontinued oh, yeah. Wipeout, bastards. No, that's actually but, pretty uh, cool. anyway, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, Nintendo's the only uh, um, console developer that gives me games that I personally want. Granted, they killed Switch Bowling. I mean, they, Wii Bowling was a perfect <laughs> concept. They just, yes. they just had yeah. to... With Switch, Switch Bowling fucked it up. And we can't... You can't even do a drinking game properly with... The, okay, no, no, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I won't dwell on it, because if I dwell on it, I get heated. <laughs> No, so so you like the uh, the party console of the Switch, but then you also like the the I would say not even the single player concept, but what what draws you into PC gaming? Uh, in all honesty, <laughs> well, it is dead single player, like it, it mouse and keyboard consoles. Console game, no, the consoles can only have fighting games, and even then. Like uh, I have a PS4 controller, and that's mm-hmm. and Fighter Five still works on P- uh, PC, despite the fact that I keep getting kicked out from Capcom's weird uh, like service. But then again, Fighter Six is coming, so I gotta like prepare for that. Right now, uh, which game would you say is your favorite? Or if it's hard to come up with your favorite, which game would you say you spent the most hours playing? <sighs> That's a toss-up between like Dawn of War two. Uh, it's based on forty k. If any of you, if any listeners know forty k, Space Marines all the way. Um, um, Planet Side two. Wow, I just Ooh. realized those two games had two in it. Um, and, well, I, I don't know if you know him because like he slab lounge podcasts with us. Uh, uh, Tyler, uh, Tyler Brook, Geek Talk with Tyler. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, 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 me, him, 
Captain Kate, Bob, I have to get them to play Uno with me. We, we just have to find a way to get through you, uh, um, Ubisoft's shitty Uplay service. But it's mm-hmm. Uno. It's it's the ultimate friendship destroying game. <laughs> yes. It's it's just so amazing. It's uh why I need them to play Uno with me. Make you want to draw four real quick. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, Uno. The thing is, though, like with with uh, Ubisoft's Uno, like it's fun if you want, even if you play single player. The the music is all right, with with the exception of the Rayman one, because mm-hmm. there's a Rayman stage in there. And when we mm-hmm. were doing a uh, when I was doing a bit on that, um, it went. You know how, like, the, it, when someone's on Uno and, like, the, so the thing is, like, the, the tension starts to build up. So Ubisoft yeah, yeah. decided to, like, up the like up the music, play, try to play sus- suspenseful music. Uh-huh. The thing is, though, yeah, the, the problem with that, like, in, in Rayman's stage is that the suspenseful music sounds like you're in a 70s porno. And then when uh, everything starts to calm down, it switches to hillbilly porn music. And here I am just, like, wondering, like, just what, what? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I still need Uno. I, I still believe in playing Uno. <laughs> no, that's understandable. That's understandable. Even some basic card games give you that adrenaline rush and makes you just want to fight your friends. So that's completely, completely understandable. Uh, now, before we continue, I did want to give you the opportunity to let everybody know, all the listeners and would-be listeners in the future, what is it that you do or what would you want them to check you out? Any websites, YouTube channels, Twitter, etc. Um, uh, YouTube. Why I cannot English today, which I, which is a sticker we're selling. Anyway, um, one, uh, like, are you, you can just go to YouTube.com slash MadHandHouse or MadHandHouse.com. We do... Um, we do uh, game development. We do mm. uh, game design tutorials in Unreal Engine 5. Is Unity finally coming? Shut up. Um, um, uh, uh, we do animations, per, uh, particularly uh, right now we're, we're doing parody animations as mm. well as we are going to unveil our serious bits hopefully soon, um, though I have to put soon in massive air quotes, uh, <laughs> as well as... We do podcasting. We do the with the Slab Lounge podcast. We just finished wrapping one up today because we had to do an emergency Slab Lounge since Kevin Conroy died. Rest in power. Um, and as well as Gallagher, he died too. Rest in power. And uh, yeah, we also do Let's Plays, though. I Let's Plays. Let's just, let's just leave the Let's Plays at that. <laughs> All right, perfect. And so you did mention that... Uh... Uh, you do animation or what part of the animation process or creation pro- process are you uh, a part of? Well, uh, me, it's not, to be fair, it's not just me. It's mm-hmm. me, it's myself, uh, Kevin Bradley, who I call Captain K, uh, Robert, uh, I call him Bobbert, and Tyler Brook. And Tyler Brook. Actually, um, we it's weird. Tyler was originally uh, on us with the Slab Lounge, and then he was just mm-hmm. all like, oh, I want to be part permanent Slab Lounge, which we were all for. But then, like, he got a look into our animated parodies. I just did all the writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ke- uh, Kevin, Bobbert, they were they they, t- they joined up for writing, too. Um, and then Tyler wanted in on it. See, um, 
Uh, and then as far as anim uh, the animators are concerned, we are uh, talking to, well, we're not talking to, we're actually doing animations with, his name is Luke Davis. Mm -hmm. um, so like the, I do most of the writing and then like uh, Captain Bobbert and Ty and Tyler Man, they they uh, they will either edit or add in their own stuff, and I am all for it. I basically provide the foundation. For instance, uh, one of the animated parodies that we're working on right now is the Walking Barbecue parody on mm. Walking Dead. Essentially, Rick uh, Rick decides to Rick and friends decide to like hold a barbecue on Herschel's farm for no mm -hmm. apparent reason, and um, one of the things that was uh, added in was like the condiments, like a, like a, um, just like fuck the walkers or whatever, past the sweet baby rays that was Captain K's line or something like that. Later yeah. on, we're doing like um, right now, after that's done, we're going to be doing a <laughs> Marvel pair. We're going to focus on Marvel parodies, two of them, but like they're going to be multi episodic. The first one involving X Men, and the second one involving Spider Man. The X-Men one is, uh, right now we have, I think, six episodes planned out. One mm -hmm. of the funniest bits that Tyler suggested is that um, Wolverine and Hulk have a rivalry. And how that rivalry stemmed was that Wolverine cut in line. And I I never wanted to put Hulk in there at all. Like, they sold me on it. And I instantaneously took that concept as to mm -hmm. why the line cutting even happened in the first place. And it involved... Bruce Banner going to the bath, uh, like asking Wolverine to save his uh, save his spot because he had to run to the bathroom. Goes mm -hmm. to the bathroom. He's doing his business. You know how you're just like forcing it out, and like he gets pissed off, forcing it out, turns into the Hulk and just destroys the bathroom entirely. Ah! <laughs> Yo. Yo. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you came up with that part? I came up with that part when we were doing our writing jam sessions like that. Because again, like Hulk was just never, never supposed to be in it. Like, but like the second they started bringing that up, I was just all like, oh, the possibility is there. It's staring me in the face. Facts. Ah, so, so your career, so the part of the creation process that you have is, as you mentioned, is laying that foundation is getting pretty much all the ideas that everybody has and then making it happen in regards to actually creating that with, do you do it with written? Do you type it up? Do you record your, oh yeah. Like how it works is I type out the scripts. Like for instance, one of the scripts that I have completed, we just haven't started on yet is something called Mega Mania. I think every iteration of Mega Man just tossed into one thing. Mega Man uh, uh, Vanilla, like OG the Blue Bomber, is mm -hmm. like this drunken has-been. I wrote that all down. It's like a it's like a 20 page script because at one point, uh, anyway, I won't get into the plot points, but um <laughs> let's say let's say we work on that tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I'll bring in the script, read over the uh, read over the lines, because all of the the entire like the entirety is right there. And if they're like, hey, Doug. You included Lan from Mega Man Battle Network, but he only has that one bit. Why? Mm -hmm. Why is that? And I'm being like, I don't know where else to take him. So they're so if they're like, okay, let's do this with him, and then let's do that with him, and then hey, we see that <laughs> Fresh at one point <laughs> decides to lick, clean himself by licking his 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 undercarriage, despite mm -hmm. the fact that he literally has no junk. 
<laughs> so let's do something more with that. Why is Mega Man always? Why is OG Mega Man always drunk? And I'm just like, because it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so that's actually so, pretty yeah. interesting. Yeah, like I, I don't like. Look, I have no qualms uh, editing, like editing all, all the content at all. Like if, if, mm-hmm. um, uh, if, if it needs editing and you sell me on it, fine. Why should I just be that guy that's being rigid? Everyone wants to leave their mark, and I wholeheartedly support that. Mm. So yeah, like I'm just like I, I intend to be that versatile. Like I said, I didn't have anything planned with the Hulk and the Marvel parody, and then all of a sudden they just threw that in there, and I just went to the and he literally the bathroom. <laughs> God help the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> now I, I want to know what got you into uh, doing that writing, scripting, and and being creative in regards to uh, being in that situation. What what made you want to do that? Oh wow, that goes back to my that goes back in the day. Um, I was in high school. Like I was all like, "What if Donkey Kong, Diddy Kong, Link? I think I think it was Link. I think Funky Kong did something in the." uh, So I wrote out like this huge movie script with Mm -hmm. Nintendo characters, and um, it was terrible. Um, It was terrible because like if you go back and like look at your writings when you were like way way back when, you're just like, "What the fuck? What is? Why why did I?" But more importantly, what what stands out are this thing or like the ideas that stay, and I think that's literally what started it all. Like, because it was just a bunch of Nintendo characters doing doing fuck all or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. Forget the actual plot. Good luck finding that script because that was before. Um, that was when AOL just started or whatever. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, um, so then I start. Then I started really. Um, parody uh then the animation bits that we started to, to take off to, uh, started taking off because we started with um making fun of the republican national convention then there was an animation where um uh, president former president barack obama whether you love him or hate him comes out as a huge pokemon fan for literally no reason and uh it went on from there so one of the things that stood out from that old Nintendo script way back when was the character of Diddy Kong, who was mm-hmm. condescending to anyone that pissed him off. Mm. I was all like, I remember that character so well because he just looks down on everybody that pisses him off. So I took mm-hmm. that character and put, and when we were doing Attack on Gossip, or Attack on Titan parody, I literally took Diddy Kong's personality, plugged it into Armin. The only difference between Diddy Kong and Armin is that in Attack on Gossip, the parody, Armin comes out and, like he's he's condescending, but at the same time he does not. He loves wearing women's clothes, and it was mm. one of the most spectacular things I have ever come I ever came up with, because the first time you see Armin in that in that wife in that like tank top in this mini skirt, it was it was solid fucking gold. <laughs> oh, Armin. Anyway, but yeah, <laughs> so that's how the whole parody writing bits started oh that's actually pretty cool and you never let those dreams uh subside or you never squashed them or or uh deleted those dreams after because a lot of people once they once they see a failure or they see something uh that's not up to par up to like you know golden standards they immediately quit 
So what made you decide to keep going and keep trying and uh, eventually run into the individuals that you're collaborating with right now? Like I said, like um, it's, it's more along the lines of keep what works for later. And then as you refine your skill, you're always going to be leveling up your skills. So you're leveling yeah. up your skills. Okay. Once you level uh, and your skills are to the point where, okay, this sounds really interesting. Hey, I remember, I, I, wait a minute. I remember uh, Diddy Kong. Hey, Armin, <laughs> here's Diddy Kong's personality. Now you mentioned leveling so, yeah, up your skills. Like huh? Oh no, what were you saying? No, it's like I said, just like um you have to because you're not gonna be master your goddamn craft at all. Like no one's gift God's gift to anything. You have to mm. actually like work to it. And as you're mm. developing, you just remember like, okay, what this was bad, but like these bits were good, and these bits were good. I'll take those bits and put them elsewhere. Hmm. Because you know that some people, like, for example, when you play, like, Super Smash Bros. the first time and you get absolutely wrecked and you're like, man, I'm never going to be good at this game. I'm always going to be trash. And, you know, you play the second, third, fourth, fifth time. And you're like, hey, I, I'm understanding what to do. And so you're saying pretty much it's the similar concept in regards to script writing, in regards to selecting what uh, creativeness is actually going to be either a hit on you know what you're putting out or whether it makes sense in regards to the dialogue or the uh creation that you're coming up with mm -hmm, pretty much and it, paid, and it kind of paid off because like granted the the animators the animations viewer blah, 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 the the viewer count for the animations are low mm -hmm. the praise for it is fucking real one of the most the most popular animation that we got still goes down to this day is yuki bro when Tristan and Joey, um, yeah, when Tristan and Joey give each other the Dutch rudder. Hmm. Describe that the Dutch what? <laughs> the Dutch rudder. Um. Okay. I'll I'll do it. It's like I'll do it in um because I kind of I kind of use Yu Gi Bro Yu Gi Bro Yu Gi Oh abridged uh, voices as uh, just to pay homage to Little Karibo. Is uh, so uh, Joey's all like. Uh, what's what's that? It's when you take your hand and put it and start. It's it's when you take your hand and put it down my pants and start masturbating me, and I do it to you simultaneously. I'm, ah. I'm not a fluffer. We're not fluffers, Joey. We're bros, but we have to be super. We have to be true bros. And like all true bros, we're so deep in the closet that we can see that one Christmas sweater we have to wear to please Aunt Mavis. And who who does the voice animations? The the voice acting or. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's me, Captain K. If Tyler, uh, Tyler Man, Tyler, Tyler wants to do uh, voice acting for the upcoming Marvel parodies. I don't know if I don't know if Robert wants to do the same, but if he wants to do it, I'm not going to stop him. Yeah, because you just got into character. And I was like, this sounds almost like you you already like you're not just part of that writing staff. It sounds like you also do some of the voice acting yourself. Well, yeah, I mean, like, back in the day, I also did a bridging. But then again, I don't really consider... Because, like, I, I consider voice acting as... I do voice acting for two reasons. One, mm. because it's a hobby. And two, to save the to save company money. If I have to do it for work, then I'll find then I'll find it really boring and uninteresting, and I'll lose interest. Hmm. Hmm. So, uh, I also wanted to ask, since you said so many Nintendo games and so many references 
do you ever feel like playing video games enables you at times to have almost like a cheat in regards to having a head start on certain skill sets? Not really. I mean, like it just, I, I mean, I kind of see where you're coming from. Like you, you know, you see, you play, um, you play, um, Grunz is right now we're doing a let's play on cyberpunk and yeah. you know, like, like seeing it as how like, uh, seeing the AI work. Oh wait, no, not even, not even that. Um, you know how you do, you know, cyberpunk's quick hack system when you hit a button and everything goes bullet time and all that stuff. You can yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, when I was staring at that, that literally gave me inspiration to basically say, hmm, okay, why don't I clone this for a tutorial series in unreal engine four? And I literally mm. did that. Cyberpunk's quick hack uh, tutorials system, and you basically okay. What happens when you hit t- when you hit? For me, it's the tab key. What happens when you hit the tab key? Okay, the global dil- time dilation goes down. No, so that's uh, so that's one. Uh, so that's one tutorial. Okay, what else happens when you're staring at something? A loading screen. Well, technically speaking, it's not a loading screen, but I just did. But I just said, you know what? Let's put a loading screen in there before the menu actually appears. So that's another tutorial that I did. The commands, mm-hmm. possess, kill, do something else. And the, uh, so I did those commands. You possess the dude, you do something. Uh, if you're possessed, you unpossess, you repossess the character, and then do something else and then kill. Now, I don't remember what, I honestly don't remember what the what the something else bit was. Either way, like I, I did that um, tutorial series in like, I think it was like three or four between three and five parts either way i was like oh, i saw that and i'm like oh okay if anyone wants to learn how to do that there you go hmm that's actually pretty cool the, the way that you're able to do all that well yeah, I, I mean can you run, uh, hold on but your computer run can run it because i heard that it's tough to even get uh cyberpunk to run on like 70 percent of computers or whatever well, for the record, I got mine top of the line. But, well, this is a new computer because my old oh, one, my other one died. On but even then, the other one had, ran Cyberpunk. Oh, my other computer. Oh. View, uh, uh, viewers, listeners, everyone involved, inclu- in, including uh, Nico, please, please heed my warning. Invest in GitHub. When I lost my computer, everything that I put on in, in terms of insane heroes went down with my computer dying and i had to restart from scratch and you had to, and i restarted from scratch back in uh june so yeah oh my god you have no idea how screwed i got so get, so give us a little a little cheat sheet <laughs> what would uh what would or why would you say get github is there a specific backup or something that we should use on github or yeah, it's cloud computer. Yeah, it's cloud. So you just upload all your stuff to the cloud. <laughs> and that's what I didn't do. And when my computer died, I lost all of that information. <laughs> Interesting. I miss it so much. So so are you saying it's like um like almost like a, a virtual hard drive? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, GitHub's GitHub's just like really fucking, you know, famous. <laughs> Interesting. Well, you guys heard it from him. <laughs> Get that cloud backup. You know, I try to I try to at least copy my my hard drive just in case anything happens. I can just swap it out, uh, especially with a new rig. Uh, but that's actually pretty interesting. And I would assume that because you have a lot of the scripting of the team that your your writing is even more so important. 
Well, I mean, yeah, it is. But then again, the, uh, all, all of my scripts are on like my Google drives and whatnot. Ah, even smarter, even smarter. Now, in your personal and professional opinion, what would you say is the most important personality trait needed to be an effective script writer? Yeah, well, in all honesty, because yeah, so, I don't know if you ever watched extra credits or I don't know if they're still around. They were around when uh, they first that when the Escapist magazine was up and running, or rather, no, Escapist magazine still up and running, and they were they were a part of it, and then they ditched out and did their own thing. Anyway, because mm-hmm. um, they had advice too, just like if you wanna if you wanna start writing, then go live then go live your life, take uh take take risks, <laughs> do stuff do stuff that's outside yeah. of your comfort zone. Yeah, I mean, I do I did I did that all the time. And I can honestly say that the the that most of the experiences, while we're not very rewarding, we're very funny. For everything from the night of nine fails to um, uh, to challenge acceptance. Ooh, speaking of, let me show you a challenge accepted right now. So, challenge accepted is a way that you can. Um, it's not. It's not. It's not trolling the public, but like these challenge accepted are a way to break the ice with mm-hmm. anybody. And we, I'd usually use it for date night because uh, for date night for when I'm uh, whenever I'm going out to try to get uh, lucky because you know even though even though I'm socially competent sometimes I just want to mix it up. One of my favorite uh, uh, challenge acceptance is called the Lauren Winter Challenge. The Lauren Winter Challenge involves going up to someone random, and you're all like, "Excuse me, do you know someone by the name of Lauren Winter?" No. Uh, now, I'm not trying to be pushy or anything, but it's very important that I find this person. You don't know who Lauren Winter is? No, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't. What about now? <laughs> and does it work? It, well, yeah, it breaks the ice because they're just like dumbfounded trying to figure out what the fuck just happened. And then you just go from there. <laughs> uh, that's actually a pretty cool tactic. That's pretty cool. <laughs> that was one of the funniest. Oh, don't get me wrong. They're. they're there are tons of challenge acceptance that I just straight refuse to do. Like, there's the one called the Creeper Challenge. You mm-hmm. just go up to a person, just like, "Excuse me, you know you smell different when you're awake." No, I'm never doing that. Is you? Because <laughs> <laughs> no, I, because no, I'm imagining like you go up to the wrong person, you might get socked or slapped or something. You are, you say something like that, you are legally required to get so- socked in the face. Not even socked, just a cold cock from a goddamn pistol. Like you just oh deserve God. that. Like that is legally required. Why would you? Oh, oh, oh man, <laughs> that's so funny. Now, if 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 you weren't a, a game tutorial individual or a script or uh, and you're nine to fiver. What would be an employment that you would desire to have, like a dream job outside of what you are currently doing? If no other factors, no bills, time, etc., was not an issue, what would be something that you wish that you could be doing? Wow, outside game development, I never really thought. Of- well, then again, the whole bad henhouse media bit was kind of unexpected too. I didn't even want to do that. It just sort of happened. Um, uh, fuck. <laughs> Professional couch potato. I don't even know what the fuck. Uh, oh, no, that's a good answer. That's a good answer. There's no such thing as a wrong answer. That is a good answer. Now, if you were a professional couch potato, 
are you playing like Smash Bros all day or or you know cuz if I had if I was a professional couch potato I'd be like hey listen I play Mario Kart you want to take an L <laughs> Yeah I'd Mario Kart it up I'm never I'm not doing Smash I'm never going to do Smash because everyone plays Smash wrong I don't do tournament Smash I do all items and explode things because Smash Brothers, Smash Brothers is not a fighting game. Do not come at me with that. Any of your viewers come at me, I will defend myself. Fuck that noise. Get out of here with that. So how do you play Smash Bros? You said four players, all explosions in the all explosive items in that bit because it's not a fighting game. It's just a fun beat 'em up party game. That is it. I don't do tournament style Smash because it's boring. Wait, what what's the what's the tournament style? 1v1 final destination version of any map oh oh so 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 like uh when you get together that's how you guys play you guys play like 1v1 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 yeah tournament style smash involves 1v1 no items final destination version of any map and even then it's it's boring it is completely fucking boring if i wanted to play a fighting game i'd go to fighters i'd go to uh uh, uh db fighter z i go to fighter five i go to guilty gear i go to any established fighting game that is an actual fighting game smash brothers is it and if your viewers want to come at me they can come at me oh dog just bad about smash brothers calling it not a fighting game motherfucker it's a fucking party game be done with it it's just supposed to have fun we have you played what have you played with like like uh everybody for themselves uh free for all oh yeah we actually did it we did a, uh, we made a we made a drinking game out of that too thank god that made it even more fun uh like you know like we do a free for all at the mm-hmm. end of every match we tally up for every three fighters everyone uh for every three ko's every other player gets you have to take a drink and that stacks so if I oh, get dang. three, you get six, someone else gets nine, and then another person gets 12. I got to take two from you, three from that person, four from another Yeesh. person. Oh, yeah. I we called it see. Super Smashed Brothers, and we got <laughs> smashed for a good goddamn <laughs> game. Yo. Yo, that is so funny, fam. Hell, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, hold on. We're... we're Oh man, we're running out of time because yo, you're making me laugh so hard, fam. Uh, okay, <clears throat> last few questions here. If you were either writing a book or had the concept of a book written, what would it be about? I'm not a book person. I am not a book person. I'd rather just do the. I'd rather just do the scripts. So that is that. That entire question's kind of no, and I'm not. Hey, no, that's no, no, that's completely fine. Because I, in my head, anybody that doesn't do anything in regards to serious writing, if they do any writing, I always automatically think that they would just slap together their best works together and call it a memoir and call it a day. Uh, yeah. Well, just. If <laughs> rule of thumb, if you're writing a book, if any of you are writing a book and it gets published, first of all, good on you. Second, do not call yourself an author in front of Captain K, Kevin Bradley. He, he's, mm-hmm. he's one of our writers slash Slab Lounge podcast hosters, and, um, and he helps me out with the Let's Plays. If you call yourself an author in front of this man, 
he will punch you in the face. He's like, just call yourself a rider and be done with it. Oh my god, you did not that that reaction still stays. <laughs> I like never saw it. that man get heated as as hard as that moment when a character in a game that we were we were doing a let's play of uh hotel we still are uh, of hotel dusk room 215 one of the characters mm -hmm. that you meet up his name's martin summer he's actually an author but he's so the main character kyle hyde's like oh you're a writer and martin's like oh uh, i prefer to call call myself an author captain k lost his shit and he wanted to punch that guy so hard you never saw that. I've known this man for over 10 years. That man has never gotten as angry as I've seen him get angry. Oh my is he an author? Uh, Kevin? He, he's yeah, a, he, he is a writer. He is working on a novel. He's working on, yes, he's working. I think it was on, I think he's working on two novels. Um, and uh, he's lending, he's lending uh, his hand towards writing our super, our serious animation bit bits. And I got to give him credit where credit is due. He, he churned out stuff that I didn't thought I did not think were possible. So usually, I just give him some like, "Oh, if you want to handle this, here you go." Um, the only uh, I'll just have a couple of instructions, but more or less, this is you. You do you. He comes back with something so awesome. I'm just all like, "What? Well, I love you, Captain K." <laughs> the, re the reason why I call him Captain K is this: if you meet the man, if you meet mm -hmm. Kevin Bradley in person. Doesn't matter if it's over the over the phone, Zoom, whatever. You meet him, you talk to him, you will understand why Captain K is a deserved title. Hmm. 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 And that brings me to my last and one of my favorite questions. If you could go back to 18-year-old version of yourself and you have five minutes, you only have five minutes to talk to yourself, what would you say? Oh, no. No, no, no. Okay. Let me preface this by saying, in an interview, uh, in another interview, in another podcast interview, mm -hmm. I was asked which era of history would you go back to. I completely <laughs> dismantled that argument, and I'm going to dismantle this one as well. If you could go back to 18 year old you, what mm -hmm. 18 year old you even fucking listen? They are just going through college. They see tits for the first time. They're thinking, I'm away from my parents. I can fuck now without with impunity. I am now this the 36 year old asshole me comes in bald, kind of fat, saying, hey, <laughs> this, this and this. And he's gonna the 18 year old me is gonna be like, no, fuck you. I'm gonna go get I'm gonna fuck. I'm gonna do anything. I can do everything. My parents aren't around. Fuck eating spam. I'm gonna eat McDonald's every goddamn day. The 18-year-old you isn't going to listen. Why? Why would they listen to you? <laughs> they're not gonna give a shit. I mean, like, they're not gonna. They're not gonna do it. The only way, the only possible way they would listen to you is if you tell them the winning lottery numbers. And even then, mm. they probably won't give a shit. Well, I'm just gonna get they're gonna have like 18 year old me would say like hmm I have five dollars to get a lottery ticket and win the powerball or I can buy some condoms and get and do what needs to be done that a that dick is gonna say get the fucking condoms go in and do your fucking job and they're not gonna <laughs> they're not a goddamn thing that's 18 no 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 they won't listen the 18 year old you that's just a fact.
Hey, no, that's still a solid answer, though, because you're keeping it real with yourself. <laughs> it's just a fact, man. The Lord. And with that oh being God. said, I did want to give you another opportunity to once again give yourself a uh, pat on the back in regards to all the work that you've done, as well as let people know where they can follow you once again, where they can support you. Uh, because if this is not your day job, then you will need as much support as possible. So let them know where they can find any of your works, whether it's your personal works, whether it's the professional works that you have, so that way they can support you. Well, like I said, our professional stuff is youtube.com slash madhenhouse. If you want to go to our website, uh, just go to madhenhouse.com. Uh, to be honest, though, while I would like to take uh, take full credit for everything, um, it is still a team effort. No, it, it really is. Yeah, Captain yeah, yeah. K uh, is better at improv comedy than I am. Yes, mm. I went on that rant with 18-year-old me, whatever. He would kill it. Um, Bobber okay. is great at slap lounging slash writing, and Tyler mm-hmm. kind of brings more, um, kind of yanks our choke chains uh, down to uh, reality when he wants to just act more professional. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, right. And even then, they bring their writing skills to the table, and they, uh, um, and then there's our animators, Josh Hagren, who um, gives us some fen- who gave us some phenomenal stuff for the uh, serious stuff, and Luke Davis, who's uh, working on um our uh animated our our comedy animated uh stuff stuff and uh yeah like i said matt matt just go to youtube that was a that was a terrible attempted burp go to (laughs) youtube.com slash madhenhouse or madhenhouse.com whichever one uh makes you feel happy though if you're on youtube.com slash madhenhouse Please subscribe as well. Uh, like, comment, and subscribe because that would help us out greatly and keep get, and keep bringing you content that uh, that um, 18, uh, well, 18, 1973, year, uh, 1973 people would find very offensive because we do co- such questionable things like saying, I work for a woman. Yes, women can be in positions of power. And I don't know, um, uh, uh horse tranquilizers i don't know where i was going with that but anyway youtube.com slash madhenhouse <laughs> well thank you so much for joining us today doug and for uh giving uh your take on what 18 year old you is not going to be listening to <laughs> <laughs> as well as your your writing process your inspiration what got you into gaming what got you into uh writing script writing and what got you uh, to not give up because as i said a lot of people give up they don't want to level up they want to they want to they want to be the individuals that buy their 2k uh vc tokens or whatever with money and be like i need to instantly be a master uh craft uh writer and if i'm not i'm absolutely garbage so once again i appreciate you for taking the time out of your uh busy schedule and joining us today other than that it's been a wonderful interview Take care and have a great rest of your night then. You too.